Hey everybody, it's Andy. Welcome or welcome back to the Decatur City Church Podcast. At the end of this episode, we would love it if you would take just a moment to download the Decatur City Church app where you can find access to all of our recent message content. And the app is the easiest way to share this content with a friend. But most importantly, I hope you enjoy the following presentation and I hope it inspires you to take your next step in your faith journey. so good to see all of you all in the house on this morning. So excited. We're going to be jumping into a brand new series entitled Road Trip, Finding Joy on the Journey. And I know when some of you perhaps kind of hear that a little bit and and there's a a car on the screen, you're saying there's no way there can be any joy in a road trip. (laughs) Those, Those two things kind of feel a little bit mutually exclusive. Uh, but what I'm hoping to do over these kind of next three weeks is to, uh, uh, to perhaps uh, kind of share some words of, of wisdom from the scripture that perhaps will uh, kind of uh, perhaps change our mind just a little bit. I am really, really excited that this month I celebrated my 18th wedding anniversary, 18 years with my bride. Uh, we met in college back in the day when, when uh, AOL Instant Messenger was popping. Uh, her screen name was Precious3481. Uh, mine's was Superman the One. And uh, I'm so thankful for her. And uh, six years, well, six kids later, six kids later, we are still hanging in there. And I, I married up, got her early, got her at 24, got her out the game early before she knew what she was doing. Uh, so one of the things which... I think is a little bit interesting. When I first got married is, uh, this is before I proposed, um, Tiffany's family had this tradition, this routine, which was very odd to me. Uh, they would drive from Baltimore to Orlando every summer. It was, just, it was just kind of their Disney rhythm. And this is before, again, I'm being honest, this is before I put the ring on the finger, before I locked it up. And so one summer before I proposed, uh, they invited me to hang out on this road trip. So I remember getting in the car, had everything packed up. Uh, it was Tiffany and her sisters and her mom and her dad. And, and I just knew the best thing for me would, would not to be really close to where all the action was. I said, let me kind of sit in the back. And one of the things that I noticed just in that short trip is we left Baltimore in the morning. And by the time we got to North Carolina, it got a little tight. I just, I saw, you know, we left Baltimore and people were singing carols and high-fiving each other and praise the Lord. Let's pray before we get on the road. And by the time we got to North Carolina, it was don't talk to me, leave me alone. I can't wait till we get where we're going. And I remember kind of in that particular moment, I love my in-laws and my family, but I remember at that particular moment sitting in the back, it's before I put a ring on it, before she became Mrs. Lee, before we had six years, I remember having this thought is I'm going to be a Delta Sky Club member. <laughs> I just remember that thought. I just said, you know what? This, this, is not, this is not my ministry. This is whatever's taking place here, the 10 hours to get from where we were to where we we're going. I said, you know, this, just, this isn't it. But fast forward 18 years, six kids later, we drive everywhere. <laughs> and it's really based on just fiscal responsibility. It's just because I can't afford a family of eight of where I'm going. So we're always in the car. We're always in the car, kind of moving around. I got, you know, obviously got uh, one girl who's my oldest, Shania, and then I've got five 
kind of boys. And here's, here's the things that I hear most consistently in our car. And you all are familiar with this. The first thing that I hear is, and you guys have been on any type of road trip. First thing you hear is what? When are we going to get there? All right. So that's the first one. So I hear that a lot. The second one is, when are we going to eat? That's number two. The third thing that I'm hearing more often with my five boys is, what's that smell? <laughs> and I'm not talking about outside of the car, but that like, those are, those are some of the things that are going on. And I, and I, and I'm completely honest with you, you know, I'm the type of person loves the plan. Um, the future joy that I'm going to experience is what, what kind of gets me amped up to, to go on these trips. But if I'm honest with you all, usually about, about an hour into the trip, if I'm really honest with you, there's a thought that runs through my mind. And this is just being completely transparent, it's just people in the room and those watching online. I often think in light of the things that I'm experiencing, it would have just been easier if I stayed home. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just honest. Like I'm, again, the things that are fun, you know, it's the restaurants, the sing-alongs, but I often am kind of thinking, you know, in light of all the things I'm experiencing, all the obstacles that I'm facing, I often think, man, it would have just been easier if we just stayed home and we just, you know, we just watched a movie. And <laughs> what I'll, but, but I also think that, you know, I was thinking a little bit about the inspiration for the series is that that's often how life can feel uh, is all of us in here. Like we're in a particular place and there's a destination of where we want to go. I mean, we're you know, we've got friends and family and associates and we've got people that are traveling with us. And one of the things that often makes life kind of difficult and challenging, it's not when you get to where you're trying to go. It's just the journey there. It's all the, the things that you don't expect. It's the health issues. It's the job challenges. It's the transfers to new cities. It's all of those things that sometimes kind of cause you to question, would it have just been easier for me to stay where I was? And again, you don't have to live long enough to do it. Like again, and it's something that runs through your mind. And what I hope to do throughout this series over the next three weeks is to help us to answer the question is how do you keep going perhaps when life circumstances make you want to give up? And we've all been there at some place in life. And perhaps some of you are in here today and there's something in your life that you realize, man, if, if I could have just gone back to where I was, you feel like life would be easier. I'm really, really excited that throughout this series, we've got an amazing guide. It's not, you know, obviously, like I'm, I'm one of the guys, but we've got an amazing guide. And the guy that we're uh, going to plug into is a, young, is a man named James. And if you're new to church or new to Christianity, or perhaps it's your first time in a church in a very, very long time, here's one of the things that's kind of a little bit of a fun fact is that Jesus, during his earthly ministry, uh, he had earthly siblings. And first thing that kind of comes to mind is just imagine, again, you know, Christians, we believe that Jesus is the son of God, that he was perfect, uh, you know, God in human flesh. But can you just imagine like being Jesus's earthly brother? And first thing I thought about is like, it's just, you know, imagine you bring your report card, you've got these, and then Jesus brings his and it's all A's. Like, it's just, I just kind of think about all the things that could potentially happen. But so, so one of the, the kind of the interesting things about, about James is that during Jesus's earthly ministry, Jesus, I mean, James and a lot of his brothers, were, they were not, they did not believe in the ministry of Jesus. They did not believe that he was the son of God. They actually believed that, that most of his ministry was really revolved around him uh, trying to seek attention. Here's what's so interesting is that when Jesus is crucified and raised from the dead, uh, his brothers come to believe. And so what's really interesting, like, so James actually ends up leading the church in Jerusalem. He becomes a follower of Christ. And so you have to think in your mind, like, what would it take in your life, if you've got a brother or sister, for you to come to a place of, of, of not just working for your brother, but it's, but 
acknowledging that your brother is the son of God. So that, that's what happened in James' life. And so James writes to a group of Jewish Christians in this book, and these Jewish Christians are displaced. They're, they're, they're not home. They're on the road. And commentators often say that one of the reasons that perhaps they're not uh, in or around Jerusalem is because they're experiencing persecution for perhaps coming to believe that Jesus is the son of God. And so he writes to them to encourage them to keep moving forward, to don't quit, don't, don't throw in the towel. And, and what I love about this particular chapter we're going to look at is there's so many applications to our life. When you think about your life, here's what a trial is. A trial is anything in your life where you, where you, don't, where you don't feel like you're at home. You're displaced, where you kind of feel like, man, if things just got better. And so he writes to them because his desire is to encourage them in what they're experiencing. So for everybody in here, man, there's situations that we're facing, there are challenges uh, either on the horizon or things that we've just walked through. And we're going to look at in this series is how do we keep going uh, when we want to perhaps uh, give up. And so I'm going to start, we're going to start in the book of James uh, today, the first, uh, first verse. And it says, James, you're going to talk a little bit about this. James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. So remember, just kind of think about the context. Like, what would it take for you to come to believe that your brother was uh, the son of God? And it says to the 12 tribes who are dispersed abroad. So again, that word dispersed means that they're not home. If anybody's ever been on a road trip, it's the, the first night in the hotel is really fun, right? Then by night two or night three, you're kind of feeling the anxiousness of the anxiety of not being home. So he's writing to people that are experiencing very similar circumstances that we might find ourselves in. And he just says greetings. That's just a normal greeting. And then verse two, he says, consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials. So he says, I want you to consider so for all of us in here, perhaps there's something in our life that, that, that reminds us that we're not yet home. Perhaps it's a, it's a job. Perhaps it's a health issue. Perhaps it's someone in your family. Perhaps it's, 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 a, it's a move to a different city. And so here's what James says. James says, in light of what you're currently experiencing, I want you to consider that thing joy. And I see how y'all are looking at me. I sense a little bit of tension in the room because that just doesn't seem like what we should do. If, if there's any issue that we're struggling with, perhaps the, 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 the most wise thing to do would be to try to get rid of it. But here's what James says. Is he says, I want you to take that issue and I want you to, I want you to account it as joy. Here's the good news about uh, what James is saying is that joy is not something that we have to drum up in our own strength. Here's the difference between joy and happiness. Happiness is what I experience in that Chick-fil-A line every week. When I order my grilled chicken filet, I say, hold the bun. I'm trying to keep it tight. And American cheese. So that's, so that's happiness, what I experience when my favorite football team wins a national championship. Come on, y'all. Go what? All right. There we go. The Alabama people are tight. That's Okay. But when your favorite, when your favorite team wins, um, when, when, you, when you buy that new outfit or that new dress or that new suit that makes you look thin, like that's happiness. But here's what joy is. Joy is different. Is joy is not based on the circumstances of your life. So what James says is what allows you and I to consider the challenging circumstances that we face, joy, and here's, here's the key. The key really is, is my brothers and sisters. 
He says the key to you and I experiencing joy in trials is realizing that we're in Christ. That, that you and I, the ability for us to, to have joy in the midst of challenging circumstances is actually a gift that we receive from Christ. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit. And it's not based on what you have. It's not based on something that we've done. It's based on a gift that God has given us. And he says, I want you to consider it all joy when you, when you find yourself in various. Various, look, I did a word study on various. I, I looked to the original language trying to figure out what various meant. Here's what various meant. It meant various. <laughs> a lot of different types of trials. Anybody ever kind of been in a season where like your car gets fixed and then your air condition goes out and, or perhaps your air condition goes out and then you've got a loved one that ends up in, in, in the hospital. And it just, and, and so what James is trying to communicate to us is that often in life, man, it, it's, it's not often the same situations over and over again. It's a variety of different circumstances, but he says, count it all joy. And that what allows you and I to count it joy is because of who we are in Christ and the gift that he's given us to look at our circumstances in the way that God sees them. He says, consider it. Uh, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, let's look at verse, verse three. And here's the cause. Here's, here's, the, here's the reason that we're able to do this. He says, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. What this you is in, this is, this is personal. He says that you know that when your faith is tested, what your faith is desiring to, to result in is producing Endurance, producing endurance. I love that this word endurance, this word endurance uh, literally means to sit under the weight of, it means to sit under the weight of. And so when, when Paul, when, when James is kind of writing this, I mean, that's kind of the imagery that comes into mind because when you sit under the weight of something, actually, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just kind of illustrate it. I've got a couple of, uh, couple of bags. This is, this is my wife's bag when we're going on a trip and this is mine's. All right, brothers, I need y'all. Y'all were scared to laugh. Okay. Um, and, and, and so one of the things that I've realized, like when I'm on a trip and I'm kind of putting my things in a bag. And again, I don't, I didn't want to kind of put, put this on my shoulder, but if I was going to do like, like when, when I pick this up, I'm, I'm having to, uh, I'm having to control all the weight and what's happening Man, as I kind of walk around the airport, as I'm trying to get where I'm going, I'm kind of moving back and forth. I mean, this doesn't necessarily often kind of feel like something that is, uh, you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like something that I'm consciously thinking about. But what's happening as I do this is that whatever I'm carrying is actually strengthening me. What, whatever I'm dealing with, perhaps it's a job loss, perhaps it's, uh, it's a crisis in my faith, perhaps it's, uh, it's a health issue. Whatever I'm carrying as I carry it, it is strengthening me. And, and so often in life, I mean, here's kind of, I think, to be very honest, the, the, the natural, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but the natural impulse is that when we're carrying something is to let go of it. To let go of it. Difficult situation on your job. A family member, perhaps you've got a kid that is not, you know, not where you're, where you want your kid, where you desire for your kid to be. The natural, the natural um, impulse is to let go of it. But here's what you got to know. And this is what allows you to keep going when you want to give up is that, is that while you're carrying what God has called you to carry, guess what he's doing? He's strengthening you. 
Has anybody ever been at a place in life and they just, and again, you have to kind of think, just be honest with yourself, that there's just certain things that perhaps when you were younger in your faith, they just, they just wore you out. They just bothered you. I mean, just things that you just remember uh, there was a question there or some situation that you found through. And as you found yourself maturing in your faith, things that used to kind of bother you, they just don't bother you the same way anymore. It's not that they're not issues, you know, but, but they just don't bother you the same way. And I just want to communicate to you, it's, it's probably because that's an area of your life that the Lord has used to strengthen you. And so it's there, but it doesn't bother you anymore. But here's also, I think, the other challenge in life is that as you continue living, I mean, there's just going to be a variety of different things that you're going to experience. And over time, uh, you know, sometimes they, they feel like this little carry-on, and sometimes, you know, they feel like this big boy right here. But... What allows us to continue to moving forward in light of what we're experiencing, I think, is this reminder that, Lord, I think this is a situation that you can use or that you are using to strengthen me and to strengthen my faith. So the first thing that I think that we see is that, that, that James gives this command. He gives this command. He says, the benefit of this particular command, I want you to do this. I want you to consider it all joy. He gives the, he gives the cause of this particular man. He says, because I want you to know that what God is often doing in challenging seasons of life is like he's trying to increase your capacity. Um, you know, one of the kind of pastimes that I've developed just because, you know, my wife loves me to stay out of the hospitals. I started running, you know, so it's, it's just easier on the ankles and uh, just a whole, I could be a whole nother sermon, all my ankle injuries. Um, but I started running. And I remember when I first started running, it was just, you know, trying to, trying to get to a half mile. It was just challenging. I just remember, you know, first start running, you kind of get to the half mile and you kind of feel tired. And there's kind of a point, and, and most of y'all are saying, brother, the, the point of, of uh, challenge for me would just be starting to run. I'm just, I mean, I, I, feel, I, feel, some, I feel your eyes and, and you're saying, well, why, why run when I could just drive? Okay, but, but there's always kind of, I think that particular point where, when, when you kind of push past that place of discomfort, what you find the next time that you go out and job is that you can go a little bit further and, and that you're able in light of what you've experienced, what's, what's often been discomfort, you're able to go a little further uh, than you were before. And I, I want to suggest to you all uh, this morning, that's often what's happening in our faith. And so here's, here's what I just want to encourage you. If you feel like this morning your faith's being tested, I want to challenge you this morning that, that whatever God's tested it on, I think that God's desire is to use it uh, to help benefit you, to, to help grow you, to help mature you. And, and last, I want to kind of give in verse, in verse four. Verse four says, and this is where I was getting a little bit ahead of myself. It says in verse four, it says, and it says, and let endurance. So again, endurance means to, to sit under the weight of. It says, and let endurance have its full effect. Because what so often happens when you and I are facing trials and challenges in our life, again, what I was kind of talking about, is whatever you're holding, you want to get out of it. Whatever's difficult, whatever's trying, whatever's challenging, whatever's pushing on you, whatever has you feel dispersed, whatever, whatever, allow, whatever has you kind of feeling out of place, our natural inclination is to let go. But here's the good news. It says, and let endurance have its full effect. And this is so that. So there's a purpose in you holding what you're holding so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. 
So what allows you to keep moving on when perhaps you want to give up? It's this realization that whatever I'm carrying, God is desiring to mature me and to develop me. Here's one of the things that I, that I noticed when I was young is I remember uh, we got some students in here, some high school students in here. I remember when I first got my license, I was 16 years old. I was happy. I mean, I'm just jumping for joy. Uh, my dad was going to let me use his 1996 Taurus. Do they make Tauruses anymore? I mean, it's just back in the day. It was a, it was a beautiful car. Beautiful car. It was blue. Um, you know, it, you know, I think the, the highest, uh, you know, it only went about 40 miles an hour. It just, it wasn't a cool car, but it was just a car. It was just the car that, and I remember getting my license. I was so excited about it. I was just jumping up and down. I remember doing all the, all the courses and, you know, going, doing the driver's exam. And, uh, and I remember getting the keys. I remember kind of graduating, getting the keys. And, uh, and in my mind, when I got my license, that meant freedom. Anybody ever felt like you've meant freedom it means I can get up, go wherever I want do whatever I want to do. I can come in the house whatever, whatever time I want. That wasn't true, but just, that's, just, that's just what I thought. And here's what I realized. I remember when I got my license, and I remember that first week, uh, my parents just started asking me to do stuff. <laughs> so I know you've got your license. We're happy about that you have your license. Here's what I want you to do. I need you to go pick me up some from the store. I need you to pick up your sister. I need you to take her to uh, soccer practice. Uh, I, I need you to go uh, take this to your aunt's house. And I realized, I was like, okay, I thought that, that I got the car, I got the, the qualifications for me. It's for me. It's so that I can be the man. I can drive around. I can, you know, I can go where I want to go. I can, I can, but and it wasn't for me. And here's what I realized is that the reason that I got my license was so that I could be a blessing to somebody else. This is so I could be a blessing to somebody else. And so here's what you got to realize is that sometimes what you're enduring is not for you. Sometimes what you're going through is maturity and complete so that you can be a blessing to somebody else when they're carrying their stuff. And so that's that's one of the things that I think allows you to mature is realizing, yes, Lord, I know this is difficult. I know this is challenging. I know this is not what I would choose. I know that I would literally love to get out of this situation that's causing me the pain and the frustration. But here's what allows me to keep moving forward in light of what I'm experiencing. I'm realizing that I'm under the weight of something. But the reason that I'm under the weight is so that you can use me for where I'm going. So you can use me. And I, and I just remember kind of taking that point. And, 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 and here's what I want you guys to understand in life is that the things that you struggle with, the things that you're wrestling with today, God wants to use those things to grow you and to mature you to be who he's called for you to be. So I just got one rule for the road. We're going to kind of take our time going through this series. And the rule for the road, this is number one this week. I want to encourage you this week is if you miss your exit, keep moving forward. If you miss your exit, keep moving forward. Is anybody ever in Atlanta? Have you ever, anybody ever missed the exit? You know, you miss the exit in Atlanta. It's a 30, it's a 30 minute delay. So I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I just feel like, I, I just feel like y'all are all trustworthy. I see y'all are smiling and nodding. So I just feel like y'all are all trustworthy. Here's something that runs through my mind when I miss an exit. Steve, pull over on the shoulder and back up. I'm just being honest with you. That, that's what I think. That's what I think, because here's my thought is, listen, listen, I know if I keep going, I might get to my appointment late. But then the other thing that kind of runs through my mind is that if I do that, it's really dangerous. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really dangerous for me, like I pull over on the side because I might, you know, I might, 
you know, run into somebody. Somebody might run into me. And here's, here's a thought. Here's a thought I want to encourage somebody with this day. There are times in life with what you're carrying, you want to let it go. But here's what I want to encourage somebody today. When you're on the road and you miss your exit and you feel like, again, I need to turn back. I might need to do something reckless. Here's what I want to encourage you is that you're a lot farther than you think. You're a lot farther than you think. And so instead of being reckless, instead of being reckless, instead of feeling like I've got to do whatever I need to do to get out of this situation. I got to get out. I got to do whatever I need to do to get out of this marriage. I need to do whatever I need to do to get out of uh, perhaps having to learn to work for a different type of employee. I need to do whatever I need to do to get out of this painful situation. Here's what I want to challenge you is keep moving forward. Don't be reckless. And, and, and God's sovereignty, if he wants to get you off, guess what? If God wants to get you off, guess what he'll do? He'll get you off. He'll give you an opportunity to do that. And so um, I'm landing a plane. I tell you, I'm not going to be with y'all long this morning. So here, here's, I had a, a, a few weeks ago, I don't know if you guys ever have situations like this, but it was, just, it was just a challenging couple of weeks. And I remember having this really challenging couple of weeks. Has anybody ever had a week where, you, where, where the, the reason that you're having a challenging week is not because of anything that, you, you, that you're dealing with, it's because of everybody else. It's, it's because of you know, somebody else that cut you off. It's because of a, you know, somebody that didn't understand you. It's everything is kind of out there. It has nothing to do with you. You've been perfect. You've dotted every I, crossed every T. So I remember having one of those weeks, and I remember calling a friend. I called call one of my friends, and I said, hey, bro, I just want to kind of share with you, man. Here are all the things that have been going on. And none of these things are my fault. None of these things are my fault. So I'm just kind of sharing 20, 30 minutes. I'm just, I'm just downloading. I'm just downloading, just kind of sharing all the things that are going on. And at the end of that 30-minute that kind of that speech, here's what he says to me. He says, Steve, in what ways is God seeking to grow Stephen Lee in this season? I hung up on him. I, that's not why I called you. I called you for you to agree with me in light of all the things. Y'all heard what I said that I've been experiencing, the things that is somebody else's fault. And, and I'm telling God, show me that. And I called him back. And I said, you're right. Because what I'm carrying is wearing me out. I want to let go of it. I want to get out of it. I, I, I want to get out of it. And God gave me this window said, Stephen, the reason that you're in it is because I want you to learn humility. I want you to learn how to listen. I I want you to realize that it's good for you to be in a place where you don't have to be the expert at everything. And, and, And instead of letting go what was challenging, I said, God, you know what? That's why I'm here. And so here's the question I just want to leave you guys with this morning. With whatever you're holding, in what ways is God seeking to grow you in this season? And what ways is he seeking to grow you? And, and one of the, the most kind of helpful scriptures for me, this is a scripture that I've committed to memory. Uh, it's Galatians 5.22. It says, but the fruit of the spirit, and we've got it, but the fruit of the spirit is love, it's joy, it's peace, it's patience, it's kindness, it's goodness, it's faithfulness, it's gentleness, and self-control. It says the law is not against such things. And every person's life in here, you're carrying something. But here's what I want to challenge you with. There's something in here that God's trying to grow you and develop you in, in light of what you're carrying. And that's good news. It's good news because it means that if God's trying to grow you and develop you, 
it means that he has an assignment and a purpose for you. It means that he wants somebody else to benefit from what you're going through today. And one of the things that I want to encourage you all to do, even as you kind of think a little bit about today, is I don't want you to leave today feeling like you've got to try harder. I think a lot of us kind of come in here on the weekend just like, man, we're kind of exhausted of trying, performing. Here's what I want you to remember. I want you to remember that, yes, we are called to endure, but here's the good news of the gospel is that Jesus already did it. Hebrews 12, 2 says that Jesus, that he endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. He despised the shame. And so here's what you got to know. When you're in Christ, when you accept the invitation to follow Jesus, and when you receive the spirit of Christ, here's what you got to know. His endurance is your endurance. He already did it. And so what allows you and I to endure is not us try, striving and trying harder. It's looking to the one who has endured. And that's what allows us to change. Jesus did it. And um, we're going to pick up right here next week uh, for part two of Road Trip, Finding Joy in the Journey. I would love to pray for you all. Our God and our Father, we, uh, we thank you uh, that we ultimately desire that this would be a place of honesty, a place of confession, a place, Lord, where you uniquely meet us in the midst of what we're experiencing and where we can find grace and help that we need in our time of need. And so all throughout this building, those watching online, if we're honest with ourselves, there's some area of our life that we're holding something that in our own strength, we realize that we cannot hold. And so we are asking and inviting you today to remind us of what you're doing in us and to surround us with some people in our lives, perhaps in a small group, uh, perhaps a, a spouse or a friend that can affirm your work in us in the midst of difficult circumstance. And we also want to pray for those here, perhaps, and this is their first foray in faith or an understanding of, of, of who God is and who Jesus is. I pray that uh, the people under the sound of my voice, that they would know without a shadow of a doubt that God has demonstrated his love for them through Jesus. And there's also an invitation to trust him today. And so, Lord, we just love you so much. We thank you for who you are. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to be embarrassed about what causes us to not feel at home. And uh, Lord, we just bless you and we honor you today. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen.